0: Hey everyone, this is Sebastian, and this is your Meanwhile in Canada News Briefing. In case you missed it, Canada's original national anthem was gender-neutral. It was officially announced that the lyrics to O Canada were to be changed to make the anthem gender-neutral. Known as Bill C-210, the act changes the traditional line of the anthem from In All Thy Sons Command to the More Gender Neutral In All of Us Command. This small edit to the anthem's lyrics had a lot of people upset, clearly, and naturally they expressed their anger on social media, because that's what they do. The anthem has gone through several different changes. It was first created in 1880 after Lieutenant Governor of Quebec, Theodore Robitaille, commissioned a judge named Adolphe Basile Routhier to write a hymn to be performed for the National Congress of French Canadians, which was taking place during the same time as St. celebrations. After that, a number of changes were made to the lyrics, and a number of competitions were held to determine what the official anthem would sound like. In 1908, Robert Stanley Weir, a lawyer in Montreal, ended up creating the winning version of O Canada. Now here's where it gets interesting. Weir's original lyrics to the beginning of O Canada were, Let's see. O Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, thou dost in us command. Yes, you read that correctly. Back in 1908, the Canadian anthem was inclusive to everyone, way before the term gender-neutral was even invented. According to the New York Times, no one really knows why or how the lyrics changed from "True patriot love, thou dost and us command" to "True patriot love in all thy sons command." But happened it did, and somehow sons became part of an a- official anthem. Now, uh, I dug a little deeper and I missed—I got what the New York Times missed—and in 1980, they—they. Uh, they, they, 1985, they passed the National Anthem Act, and inside the National Anthem Act were the changed lyrics. So according to history, everyone is getting super worked up about Canada's gender-neutral anthem. Needs to know that this was originally like that, anyways. Now for me, um, the one that I learned in school was the half French, half English one. Uh, why can't we just sing that one? And if we're really going to be traditionalist, why don't we go back to the the more True patriot love, thou dost in us command. If we really want to be a traditional traditionalist, standing on guard for thee. This is Sebastian. Via CBC News, errant bullets whizzing by upset rural residents south of Calgary. Residents in part of the in parts of the municipal district of Foothills are growing tired of dodging bullets. No, their small-town streets have not been overrun by gangs. Instead, they say some hunters are treating the area like the Wild West, shooting from ditches and even across roads at times, which is making people feel unsafe even in their, in their own backyards. As a result, officials want regulations around hunting and shooting tightened up. Most certainly, there's concern for people and domestic animals uh, Division 4 Councillor Susan O'Leah told the Calgary eye-opener on Friday. Firing into an elk herd making them scatter while people are nearby, bullets passing near people who are outside, guns being pointed at residents, so there's a number of stories over the last few years. Owls area includes Pritis and Millerville in the northwest corner of the district. Counselors want more of a buffer zone. Citizen engagement was done in the fall, including holding town hall meetings and OAL sets. She and her fellow counselors are now considering writing to the province to request two things. One is disallowing hunting from road allowances, except with permission of adjoining landowners, she said. And secondly, to have more of a buffer to discharging weapons near occupied buildings. Current provincial rules say you can't shoot a gun or cause a bullet pass within 183 meters, 200 yards of an occupied building, unless authorized by the owner or occupant. The suggestion is to change that defense lines, change that defense lines, rather, to the occupied building, which would eliminate hunting from the ditch. If someone was in place like this and it wasn't forced, that would make it so everybody would be operating on a better level. Via dailyhype.com, real life Mario go karting is coming to Vancouver. Mario and Luigi go karting is a real thing and is coming to Vancouver. Here's your chance to race against Mario Luigi and the rest of the Super Bros gang. Super Mario Brothers gang while collecting stars and winning prizes. Real life wire karting is all about go-karting with a twist and will be coming to Vancouver soon. This driving experience combines your favorite character's friends and new friends for a nostalgic event that will take you back in time. According to friend organizers, on race day, you will be able to pick your favorite character, drive courses dressed as them, and have the opportunity to collect stars to win prizes. The course will also be coming to Toronto. So if you happen to be in the center of the universe when it does, you'll know what you'll be doing. Get ready for the rally of a lifetime. So Mario Kart racing in Vancouver. Alright, wouldn't mind seeing that here in Calgary as well. Via CBC News Calgary, 3D printed pet figurines let you have your dog forever, says Calgary Company. A Calgary company that offers doggy daycare and pet photography has gone 3D. It gives you a three-dimensional figurine that you can hold in the palm of your hand that looks exactly like your dog. Managing Director Brian Burke told CBC News on Monday, It's not as crazy as an action figure, more like fine china. Would be a good way to describe the quality of it. Burke's company Gravity B3D in Northwest Calgary embarked, no intended, on a project a couple of years ago. We've owned the dog daycare for 14 years. I've been doing pet photography for about 11 years. About two years ago, I came across the idea of doing 3D prints. I've spent the last two years to get to this point. In those two years, the project has already grown. I have changed from a 24 camera system to a 36 camera system. Now we are doing a 60 camera system. I need to be able to record fast enough so when the dog's tail is wagging, I need to be able to capture that. If there's a motion in the 3D scan, the scan will render properly. It actually lets your dog be your dog. Whichever way your dog sits, the 3D capture captures that. The end product is a figurine a few inches in height that is near perfect representation of a dog, a person, or both. But getting the dog to play ball is sometimes a challenge. There are special sounds you can make, there are treats you can use, we have a squeaky toy, we have little Kongs filled with peanut butter. It takes a little bit to get the dog comfortable in this environment, but it's a fast process. If you know how to get a dog to pose and your timing is good, then I'm pretty much guaranteed to get a really good pose. Prices start at 125 for people and 150 for dogs. It takes about 4 weeks after the photography is complete. You can have your dog forever. You can have your dog with you when you're not with your dog. You can bring your dog to work with you. You can bring your dog on a trip with you, he said. And when your dog passes away, it's a three-dimensional representation of your dog. Aww. Do they do cats? They should do cats. Via CBC News, Diplomatic immunity does not cover rent, Judge Rules. Diplomatic immunity doesn't apply to rent bills. According to an Ontario Superior Court Justice who on Friday sided with an Ottawa landlord in an unusual legal spat over a luxury townhouse. Last year, Rolf Bauman got a judgment from the landlord and tenant board requiring Betsy Zerudis, who works at the U.S. Embassy, to pay thousands of dollars back in rent legal expenses. Zerudis had rented the top floor of a townhouse in Ottawa's Glebe neighborhood from him last year. But she refused to pay and, with a letter from her lawyer, argued that she had diplomatic immunity from the board. In a decision handed down on Friday, Justice Rohan Van ruled Zerudis' diplomatic status doesn't exempt her from paying rent because commercial transactions aren't covered by the immunity. The underlying activity, being the landlord and tenant relationship between the parties, was a commercial activity, he wrote. Zerudis' lawyer had argued the only way to make her subject to the rent payments was for the U.S. to waive her diplomatic status. Bauman said he's relieved by the ruling because otherwise, he said it would be impossible for anyone in Ottawa to do business with diplomats. It would mean that nobody who, whoever, who's ever had a contract with an embassy or a diplomat, could ever rely on getting paid. He told CBC News on Friday. The next step in the case is a hearing set for Tuesday, when where Bauman will seek to have the amount owed reduced from Zarudis' wages. In Vance's decision Friday, he ordered Zarudis to pay Bauman an additional $1,500 for legal costs related to this hearing. Zarudis' attorney declined diplomatic immunity VFCBC Calgary Alberta government boycotts BC wine Alberta governments will immediately boycott all imports of wine from British Columbia Premier Rachel Notley announced Tuesday escalating the interprovincial spat over the Kinder Morgan Trans Mountain pipeline So wine over oil oil over wine The province's tough stance follows BC's call last week for further review of the oil spill risk from the pipeline expansion, a move that could delay a project Alberta sees as vital to its economy. Alberta first retaliated by suspending talks to buy BC electricity. But Notley upped the stakes dramatically on Tuesday saying the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Commission, the AGLC, will immediately halt the import of all wines from its western neighbor. The AGLC controls almost all alcohol imports into the province which are then sold to privately owned liquor stores. The wine industry is very important to BC, Notley said in a news conference from the Alberta legislature. Not nearly as important as the energy industry is to Alberta and Canada, but important nonetheless. I know a lot of Albertans who love BC wine. Quite frankly, I'm one of them, she said. In 2017, Alberta imported about 17.2 million bottles of wine from BC, Notley said. That amounts to about 70 million per year paid to BC wineries. About 95% of Canadian wine sold in Alberta liquor stores is from BC. The AGLC will also be stepping up enforcement on direct-to-consumer sales, Premier said. Start busting people from buying wine online or something? In response, BC Premier John Horgan said his government has the right to consult the citizens on the impact of diluted bitumen spills on the coastline. If Alberta disagrees, they can make that argument in the proper venue in our court system, Horgan said in a written statement. Core consultation on proposed new regulations hasn't even begun, but Alberta has seen fit to take measures to impact BC businesses. I urge Alberta to step back from this threatening position. We stem BC wine producers and will respond to the unfair trade actions announced today. I, I got nothing. It seems petty, doesn't it? Is it wrong? It seems a little petty. I like drink California. I drink chili wine, so Good luck, folks. Justin Trudeau says people kind remark was a dumb joke. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says an off-the-cuff remark he made during a town hall meeting about making the word mankind more inclusive was an attempt at humor that backfired, a joke that he now appears to regret. In exchange between Trudeau and a woman asking about religious charities at the Edmonton event, Trudeau interjected when she used the word mankind, telling her he preferred to say people kind. The opposition conservatives got in a few jabs, with Deputy Tory leader Lisa Raitt urging the Prime Minister, Prime Minister to person up during a testy exchange in the House of Commons. On his way to the Liberal caucus meeting today, Trudeau admits his track record of telling jokes is a bad one, and his people kind comment only made it worse. I made a dumb joke a few days ago that seems to have gone a little viral in the room on the people kind comment, Trudeau said without being prompted by reporters played well in the room and in context. Out of context, it doesn't play so well, he added. It's a little reminder to me that I shouldn't be making jokes, even when I think they're funny. The unwanted attention over the remark comes as the Prime Minister heads to the U.S. today in hopes of selling Canada's virtue stateside. Now, was it a joke? Or was there like a flipping from English to French thing there? Um, why didn't he use humankind? I know the word man is still in there, but kind is a word that everybody else uses, not people kind, something that it appears to have been made up. Anyways, that's it. Meanwhile in Canada is your briefing for funny, strange, and odd news from the Great White North. Subscribe to get updated in what's happening in Canada. Meanwhile in Canada Briefing is a positive production of Hangar Cat Media.